Welcome to Long Story Short Podcast, the audio show that invites ordinary people to tell their stories about an extraordinary God who shows up in their hopes, dreams, disappointments, and victories. Turn over the pages of your own story and discover who the real hero is. You paid the price for all the world to me. You paid the price for all the world to see. And for those who choose you now, Shalom. Wounded kids that began coming into our home had weathered enormous storms in their lives. They came in need of love, healing, and hope. This is who Jesus is and what he does. We were just called to be the hands and feet and eyes and ears and heart of Jesus to anyone he sent through our doors. God changed my heart through having our foster daughter live with us and softened it so that I really could open up our home to kids in need and help out any way that I can. Hey, welcome back to Long Story Short Podcast. This is Brent, and I'm here with my wife, Lisa. And we're glad to be back at the podcasting microphone again. We've been gone for a little while. Yeah, we kind of took the summer off. We um, have been doing a lot of brainstorming and are excited about a few ideas. We're not going to say too much about them because we're still working out the details figuring things out Mm -hmm. but you know what's been really encouraging is um, a number of people have asked us where have you been we've been wondering we've been wanting to hear your podcast and so that's always encouraging that people are missing us yeah we've been um, thinking about those ideas we'll be telling you more about them Mm -hmm. in later podcasts but um one of the things that we want to do is kind of get the ball rolling here this fall with a new story from our friends. You want to tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, uh, well, the Reese's, and they invited us over for dinner, and we know that they have a house full of kids. So um, when they invited us over, we, we naturally anticipated there's going to be some chaos. It's not just one or two kids, right? No, it's a house full. Um, but it was really anything but chaotic. Uh, we were amazed at how respectful and well-mannered the children were. The older ones were quick to chip in with dinner preparations without any prompting. The younger ones quickly won our hearts. Uh, for most of us, the thought of taking on foster child children um, would seem to demand every ounce of expendable time and energy. The Reese's have moved past that kind of logical thinking and have now expanded their family into the double digits. Yeah, this story really speaks for itself, doesn't it? It does. So we'll kind of turn it over to Bob and Julie to tell their story. I grew up in a home that welcomed in medical needs foster kids. It was a huge gift that my parents gave to me. It molded my life into having a heart that wants to love, serve, and be there for hurting kids. When I was 11, I clearly felt God wanted me to spend my life to help bring healing and hope to children. When I was 29 years old, my parents already had nine grandchildren, and they blessed our family again by adopting two awesome kids into our family. 
The thought of doing foster care and adoption felt very natural to me. When the youngest of our four birth children was about four years old, we began to talk about if this would be a good time to begin on the path of foster care. We decided to get licensed through a private agency that took in kids from third world countries that needed medical care. We got approved and it was going great. We didn't get any kids for one and a half years. I thought, wow, I'm doing my part. This is easy. Then we got a call from the agency regarding a local 13-year-old that just had a heart transplant. And I got nervous really quick, taking in our first foster child with such severe, severe medical issues. Well, she fit into our family so well and was close in age to our daughter. Our foster daughter told us that maybe God gave her a bad heart so she could live with us and learn about him. God changed my heart through having our foster daughter live with us and softened it so that I really could open up our home to kids in need and help out any way that I can. After this experience, we decided to get licensed for foster care through our local county. As we continued on our journey with foster care, we saw God's hand at work in many ways we could not have imagined. One way was how we saw our children pour out their lives and hearts into these kids. The wounded kids that began coming into our home had weathered enormous storms in their lives. They came in need of love, healing, and hope. This is who Jesus is and what he does. We were just called to be the hands and feet and eyes and ears and heart of Jesus to anyone he sent through our doors. Our little shaken baby came, endured several surgeries and physical pain, but he blossomed and grew. Our foster daughter with leukemia was incredibly sick and endured a long season of treatment but was able to have a season of peace, rest, and hope. One little boy that came to us came while we were very busy with two children we already had that had had some issues, and um, we had gotten a call from the county, and they asked us if we would be willing to take in a little boy who had cancer. We um, went down to the hospital and met with them. We were, really weren't planning on taking them, but for some reason we felt prompted that we should go down and meet with them. And we went down, and the doctors called us in. We brought um, our, one of our sons with and our daughter to kind of hear the story, too. And uh, the doctor went over all the, the treatment plan he would need and everything he would need. And having an eight-month-old at home already and a two-and-a-half-year-old and older kids, we just felt like it was maybe going to be too much. But when we left... And went and saw the little boy. He was, he was laying in a crib. And the crib kind of looked like a cage with the bars. And he had been living in the hospital his whole life. And we left and went home and started talking about how difficult and hard it was going to be to be able to take care of him. And uh, Bob just said, you know, Julie, we just can't leave him there. And so we went through a bunch of training trying to learn how to do some of his cares and some of the things he needed. And we brought him home. And it was one of the best decisions we made. Um, Baby A lived with us for quite a while, and he had a huge impact on our family. It was a very difficult season. We had multiple doctor's appointments. Our other little boy that we had um, brought home in foster care was having a lot of difficulty, too. He ended up in one hospital the same week that Baby A ended up in another hospital. And within a few weeks, one of our biological sons was diagnosed with a severe kidney disease, so it was a very difficult time for us, but it was also a very rewarding, wonderful time, and it radically changed our 10-year-old's um, life a lot. It changed the whole trajectory of what he 
has thinking that he wants to do with his life. Baby A actually uh, ended up living with us for quite a season of time, and then he did end up eventually passing away. But it was a really um, incredible thing to see God's peace and the strength that he gave us to walk that journey and just how we really felt like um, we were being stretched. I know there's times, Bob said, it just felt we were being stretched like a rubber band, but God's grace was always sufficient. He was always there, and he was always um, sent the, the help and the care that we needed during that time. It was really neat to, neat to see God's hands. Other kids without medical needs came, but they had emotional wounds, physical wounds, or just needed a safe place to be. How blessed we are to get to see the lives impacted and changed by love. Then our foster care journey really took a drastic change when we adopted four of our foster children within one year. Then two years later, we adopted another little girl through foster care. In November of 2013, we went to Ukraine to adopt our child number 10. We feel so blessed to be on this journey of using our lives and our family to bless others in need. However, the bigger piece of the picture is how much we have been blessed to be part of their lives and how much God has used them to help us be more dependent on him and to show us his heart for redemption. And in the Bible, in the book of James, uh, chapter 1, verse 27, it says, Pure and faultless religion is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress. After taking so many foster kids into our home, even if they are with us for a short time or for a longer season, they get to see a life that is very different than the chaos that many of them have experienced. We have them get involved in, in all the family activities. We pray for them and, and see how we can help them the best during this time. The children are part of our family for the duration they are with us. One thing we really appreciate about this ministry is having our children serving right alongside of us. Our family gets to experience the blessing it is to help others. We have grown so much from the benefits of having these kids live with us. Our older kids are very interested in foster care and adoption themselves. When our oldest daughter was teaching in Kenya, she took in foster babies uh, over there. And in the book of Psalm, uh, chapter 68, verse 5 and 6, it says, A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. There is a great need in most, if not all, communities. There have been very stretching times for us, as we've shared, but God has helped us along the way, and we have grown stronger and have so many benefits from helping others. We know that God is faithful, and, and He has called His people to help those in need. And I want to encourage you all to look at how you can get involved. As we listened to the Reese's tell their story, we thought about how most of us have some things we either feel called to do in life or just wish we could find the time to do. However, most of us are typically inclined to feel like conditions have to be pretty near perfect for us to go ahead. Bob and Julie's experience turns that kind of thinking upside down. In fact, many of their foster children arrived during less than ideal circumstances. And yet there was no doubt that God's power and provision more than outweighed those difficulties. His presence was all the more evident because of the challenges. We're wondering if some of you listening might be contemplating following God into some new place in life. 
Maybe circumstances seem too much. We want to pray with you for supernatural wisdom that gives you courage to do whatever it is God is leading you toward. We're praying that God gives you clarity that rises above the challenges. And we're praying for the Reese's and other families who are opening their homes to children. It's clearly not always easy. But seeing God pour peace and joy into the lives of children who started out life in such difficulty brought new meaning to the laughter and smiles we saw in that family. And just to give you a little bit of a taste of a part two to their story, we'll give you a little snippet preview of their son Isaiah and what being a foster kid has meant to him. I just want to tell you about a day that changed my life forever. Um, one day, when I was five years old, me and my sister um, were driving to school. I fell asleep along the way, and I woke up to the sound of police sirens. And at first, like, I thought maybe, like, my mom was just going to jail again because she had a few times before. But then, like, um, when they put us in the car, um, we started thinking, oh, maybe... Thanks for listening to another installment of Long Story Short Podcast. We appreciate you and your encouragement. And thanks for subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn. That's how you get automatic feeds for each story. And then take a few minutes and submit a review to help get the word out. Every review we get gives the podcast stronger visibility. And the point of the podcast is to share God's stories with more people. So thanks for sharing it with friends on social media. And thanks again 
to Les Elias for his music contributions. Check out links to his music on the blog notes. Bye-bye. Jesus loves me, yes I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to hear me long, they are weak, but he is done. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so.